This is Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, April the 7th, we welcome back after a little bit of an absence. We missed you, Ashley Keekenvel. Good morning, Ashley. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be back. Good morning and welcome to Wellspring, a weekly radio show sponsored by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital. In 2004, April was designated as Diversity Month with the goal to help people gain a deeper understanding and appreciation of each other and their differences. Joining me this morning is Katie Baker, Development and Communications Associate Director at the Holland Museum. She's here to tell us about the various programs and events offered at the Holland Museum. So welcome, Katie. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Of course, of course. I'm excited to speak with you. So let's start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at the Holland Museum. Absolutely. So as you said, I'm the Development and Communications Associate Director, which means I handle all the fundraising and the marketing. So any information you see about the museum is usually put out by me. Um, I have been at the museum for four years, and I absolutely love working with our team. Wonderful. Okay, we're going to dive right in to talk about the museum and what it's all about. So will you give us a little bit of a, an overview about the mission and the purpose of the museum? Absolutely. Our mission is preserving our past, imagining our future. Our goal is to be a community collaborator and storyteller um, to really inspire people to learn about history and continue to grow and um, further their interest in the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for those of the community members that have never been to the Holland Museum, what about the museum is available to the public? And can you talk a little bit about um, if, if it's free to attend or if there's membership fees? Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So um, the museum, to when you come into the museum, we're located in the historic post office off of Centennial Park right in downtown Holland on uh, 10th Street. We have a wonderful history gallery that explores the history of Holland, innovation, all uh, great businesses that have been in the community for a long time. We also have a Dutch art gallery on our second floor, and then we have our Smithsonian Spark Lab. Um, And additionally, this summer, uh, our historic homes will be open soon to the public. That's our Capon and Settlers Homes. This is a different way that you can explore the community history by seeing a home that was lived in uh, two different varieties of uh, homes. One is an Italianate, two-story, beautiful Victorian home, and another is a small settler's house. So those Ooh, are- tell, tell me a little bit about how those tours are set up. Is it, um, would you schedule a time or is it kind of yes. kind of... Okay. There should be there should be set schedule days, but uh, like coming up for tulip time, there will be a set time that you would want to schedule with those. That information is all on our website at HolandMuseum.org. You did ask me about fee to attend and membership, and mm-hmm. we do have memberships starting at thirty five dollars. So if you wanted to explore everything for a whole year, um, no no limitations on on how often you come. That, that starts at $35 for a basic membership or $50 for a family. The cost to attend is $7 for adults, $6 for seniors, $4 for students, six and under are free. 
We also have, um, if you, we are part of Museums for All. So if you have a EBT uh, card, then you can get in at a discounted rate. As well. Oh, wonderful. Uh, let me ask you about, you You mentioned some of the exhibits that are always there. Are there rotating exhibits that are kind of special, special events? Absolutely. We have a current temporary exhibit is called Contemporary Portraits of Native Americans by James Cook. Mm-hmm. So it will be open through June and it's a beautiful exhibit. He's a, a photographer who lives in Saugatuck and has captured stories along with these beautiful portraits. So when you come in, you get to see the the portraits, but also get to read a little bit about who you're looking at. Very nice. Well, you know, in this area, it happens to be the tail end of spring break for many. And you mentioned the Spark Lab. Would you give a brief overview of what the Spark Lab offers for our families? Absolutely. It's a wonderful opportunity. We've seen a a, a good good number of visitors this weekend for spring break. So we still are open Friday and Saturday this week. So feel free to stop in, but Spark Lab is a hands-on invention workspace. You get to learn the process of invention. A lot of times when kids go to a children's museum, it's a fantastic opportunity for them to just play. And Spark Lab apps offers the next step of that. So instead of just giving you a table of Legos, we're giving you a prompt and asking you to create something out of the Legos. So there's a little, you get to test your item. Um, you get to explore and we have guides in there, Smithsonian trained guides who are able to help give you um, a little push, but not give you the right answer. As okay. parents, sometimes we're easy, it's easy to say, do it this way. But Spark Lab gives you an opportunity to really let the kids just explore. Is there an age range that that's um, kind of catered towards or? The Smithsonian suggests six to 12, but I have now six, we started coming at the museum probably about three, and he's always loved Spark Lab. So there's a, there's a variety of activities for younger kids as well as older kids. I've seen more than one grandparent in there having way more fun than their than their grandkids at their day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's fun for everybody. Um, so the Spark Lab is in person, and I'm sure I've, I've seen on your website that you are taking COVID protocol. How has COVID changed the way that you are doing your exhibits? Are there virtual programs that are offered, and, and how, how has that gone for you? You know, while it's been challenging, I would say a great opportunity as well. We've mm-hmm able to have a greater reach. We have a lot of snowbirds in, in West Michigan. I don't know if you know that, Ashley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am aware. A lot, of, a lot of snowbirds. So uh, one thing that I think that um, COVID has given us the opportunity is to explore virtual programming. And so this means that we have a greater reach with our audience and we're able to record those so that if um, people can't attend at the time of a program, they're offered on our website. Right now, we're kind of doing a hybrid, some virtual, some in-person, trying to do more in-person because people are ready to get out of their house and uh, attend programs. So we're definitely trying to do that. It it depends a little bit on our speaker, and I know we're going to talk more about um, one of our series, but that it tends to be a little bit more speaker-driven with some of our events. But we do have some great upcoming um, spring programs, like we have a, a... Earth Day program on Saturday, April 23rd. That's in-person family program. 
in Spark Lab to do some Earth Day activities. So we're trying to definitely do a hybrid of both program, virtual and in-person. It sounds like you're you're covering all the bases very well. Before we get into the um, the series that we're going to talk about, I just wanted to remind our listeners that we won't be taking calls this morning, but if you do have any questions about the museum, you can call next Tuesday morning when we have the monthly museum segment on Talk of the Town. So um, hold your questions for then, and we would greatly appreciate that. Okay, let's get into what um, I really am excited to talk to you about today because Spectrum House Zealand Community Hospital is a proud sponsor of the um, Cultural Lens Series, which is a program highlighting diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this is actually, um, this program is how I met you, Katie, a -hmm. few years back um, when the series was getting started. And I think it, it was, it was kind of formatted differently because it was before COVID and then it took on a whole new life um, when COVID hit. So let's talk about why the series began and, and what its purpose was intended for. Absolutely. I was thinking about that today. I was thinking about that I was, as I was preparing for this, Ashley, that we met, uh, we would have um, first met in the fall of 2019. Yeah, yep, sure. Our, our them exhibit, it was called Them Images of Separation from the Jim Crow Museum of Racist Memorabilia. This is an, a, was an exhibit that had, was a very sensitive subject. Um, and what we heard from that exhibit was that our visitors wanted a space for non-biased community conversations around um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. We've really tried to add the A in there and the D-E-A-I for accessibility Mm -hmm. as well recently. Um, But And and that's all based on conversations with people that have been attending these programs and events. So as a culture institution, the Holland Museum has a unique platform to engage with other nonprofits, social service organizations, schools, universities, um, and create partnerships that could bring awareness to mean and meaningful conversations to the community. So we've developed Cultural Lens, which Cultural Lens is a DEAI programming series for adults and families. We're thrilled to have the support of Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital. Um, as well as other um, companies in the community that feel that this is really an important uh, community conversation to continue having. I have had the opportunity to um, attend some of the, and they're, they're virtual right now, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but attend some of the virtual presentations and they're, they've been a, a vast variety of different types of, um, of subject matters and, and experts. Can you talk a little bit about the different speakers that you, that you have had or that you might have in the future? Absolutely. So we try to have a theme every month, a different topic every month. Um, sometimes they're related to our exhibit. Right now, our contemporary portraits of Native Americans has given us an opportunity to kind of expand some of our programming to touch on the history and art and um, and um, uh, uh, tribal interests in the community. So that's a really unique opportunity to take an exhibit, a temporary exhibit, as well as programs. But we've also done things like uh, June is Pride Month. So last June, we had the history of Pride in Holland as a program topic. So that was interesting. We worked with Out on the Lakeshore and partnered with them to host the exhibit or to host the topic. 
we are not subject experts in this. We are giving a platform for community conversation. So we bring in the experts. I think that that's really important. We, we create partnerships and all of these have grown out of one conversation will often link us to another. And so there isn't a theme or a topic specifically that we're, we're looking for. It just kind of grows organically. And, and that's based on the surveys we have with our visitors as well. What has your response or feedback been to the program and the um, different content that you've had so far? It's been overwhelmingly positive. I think there's some some topics that are harder to talk about than others, but um, I kind of touched on that. But we do conduct surveys mm-hmm. after each program. So we ask what they're interested in. Was it a good topic for them? What did they learn Um what do they want to hear more of? So I think that there is, um, there's an opportunity to really kind of um, continue to, to grow and understand better our, our, um, our visitors and what they're, what they're looking for. If somebody was interested in, um, in participating or, or attending one of these virtual seminars, do you think that they are appropriate for families or what would your recommendation be on that? And how would somebody register? So I would point out that they're not all just virtual right now. We are doing this oh, okay. in person. The, we have a program coming up next Thursday that's in person in Spark Lab. We do have a variety of family programs and uh, adult. Most of our programming right now for Cultural Lens is adult programming. And it'll be very specific on our website, whether it's a family program or adult program. In February, we hosted a program on um, Black Inventors, and that was a family program in Spark Lab. Okay, so if so, are they registration preferred, or how would somebody? Um, yes, sign up? registration okay. on our website at hollandmuseum.org. You can call. Um, you can call, but flexible. Or if it's an in-person program, you can just show up the night of the program. But virtual, you definitely want to sign up on our website, hollandmuseum.org. Okay. And last but not least, I'm sure that this is a great opportunity for you to um, be, you know, ask for support of the museum because I'm sure that you need the community to support it to continue these programs going. So if people are looking for more information on how to support it, would they also visit the HollandMuseum.org? Absolutely. We're always accepting donations and support members and um, donations. We, we appreciate all of that support. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, Katie. For more information about the Holland Museum, visit hollandmuseum.org. Until next week, Zealand Community Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.